0: Join Victoria Meyer, president of Progressio Global and host of The Chemical Show, as she speaks with executives across the industry and learns how they are leading their companies to grow, transform, and push industry boundaries on all frontiers. Here's your host, Victoria Meyer. Hi,
1: I'm Victoria Meyer, host of The Chemical Show. Today I'm talking with Jay Batia, who is the founder and CEO of Agilis Chemicals, which is a technology startup based in Newark, New Jersey. Jay founded this company after a long career at major chemical companies, including BASF and Shell. And he brings a lot of his unique insights into the industry, into Agilis. And Agilis is a digital commerce solution provider to the chemical industry. Four years old now and really making an impact so i'm delighted to have jay here to to talk with us today jay welcome to the show thank you victoria thank you for
2: inviting me i wish i could meet you in person in houston the city where i spent early
1: part of my career and i love the city yeah absolutely one of these days when travel starts becoming more available and ready are past some of the covid pandemic anyway jay so i'm so excited to have you here Throughout my career in my corporate life, I've I've worked in e-commerce and e-business in the chemical industry. And my question is really, you know, what's different today? So when I started doing e-business in the chemical industry 20 years ago, it was with the companies had a certain approach and attitude towards it. But here we are, we fast forward to today, 2021, what's different today about e-commerce solutions in the chemical industry?
2: 20 years is a a lifetime when it comes to technology. (laughs) So a lot is different. So number one, the technology has matured. The awareness and the use of digital technology in daily lives has increased. I mean, significantly, we all use digital platforms in our daily lives, like as if we were born with it. So that is the number one difference. And then um, I think coming down to the chemical industry, the key difference is the 20 years back, the early players, had a very simplistic view of applying digital technology to this massive, complex industry. And surprisingly, some of them still do. Some of the current players also think that this should be just like Amazon. If just because you can buy a product at 2 a.m. in the morning, you should be able to buy chemicals as well. I think that that approach hasn't worked and will not work. But overall, the digital technology exists to solve some of the toughest and the complex challenges the industry has. It requires a combination of in-depth knowledge of how industry operates, as well as the expertise
1: and understanding of how technology can be applied to solve these problems. So do you think, you know, is the industry ready to take these solutions, right? So it's, it has not always been ready to apply um, a digital solution. So is it ready today? Well, industry doesn't have a choice. I mean, uh, if you look at
2: the baby boomers retiring, and the industry is looking at a demographic avalanche heading their way, more than fifty percent of the workforce is set to retire in the next five to seven years. And then millennials and uh, digital natives who grew up uh, with the digital technology are are already in driver's state. So this is not for whether industry can or uh, will. It is more of when and how fast. Because if you look at a lot of other old industries, those are transforming at a much greater pace than chemical industry is. And then on top of it, if you look at the global pandemic situation that we just went through or still going through, has been a rude awakening. In the post-pandemic world, having digital commerce channels is no longer nice to have or optional. It's a must-have and it's a necessity to engage customers digitally. Yeah, so I think, yeah, absolutely, industry needs to adopt digital technology, and there is a much greater sense of urgency we see in the last couple of years than before.
1: Yeah. So what's interesting is, do you see that sense of urgency coming at the executive level? Because I think certainly you mentioned the younger workforce coming in place wants digital. It's part of their everyday life. But so do you see the uh, at the executive level, is, are, are they ready to adopt? and fund
2: it? Yes, uh, there is a push coming from the executive levels, but again, the execution happens at the operational level.
1: Mm. And
2: a lot gets lost in translation, just like many other projects. So we see a varying degree of digital adoption depending on the company and their digital maturity stage. But yes, these um, initiatives work well only when there is a buy-in from the top level. Yeah.
1: Let's talk a little bit about Agilis. What inspired you to launch Agilis Chemicals? Good question. So during my two decades in the chemical industry,
2: I have worked in three different continents in Asia, Middle East, uh, U.S. And most of my career, I've been always engaged with Europe. I have worked with a few big and small companies. But interestingly, wherever I went, I saw the same challenges. A lot of manual processes, a lot of use of spreadsheets and emails even for the most routine business task. So the way of doing business in the chemical industry has hardly changed in the last, at least my work career, which is 20 years. And at the same time, through my network in the software industry, I know that a lot of old industries are transforming themselves with the help of digital technology. So I thought, you know, look, I spend nearly half or more of my career with all these frustrations. I owe it to fellow professionals in this industry to make their work life better by building technology solutions that meet their needs. Because mm-hmm. I also know being inside the industry that of the self solutions mm-hmm. do not work for this industry. So you have to take more nuanced approach and rather than forcing digital business models onto in, that worked in consumer industry onto this industry, build something that, will, that is tailor-made for this industry, and that's what we are doing. We have built the platform ground up catering to the chemical buyers and chemical suppliers' needs.
1: Yeah, Can you give us an example of what's different about what the chemical industry needs in this type of a platform versus what we might see in a more B2C environment or something that you guys are applying? Yeah, I would say everything is different. So first of all,
2: chemicals are technical products. There are a lot of nuances. This is not like buying a book or frying pan from Amazon. There's a lot goes in making a decision about what product to buy. and, And even there are multiple steps in qualifying the product before buying. So it starts from there. Plus, there are ingrained value chains and relationships in the industry. For example, the distributors play a very critical role in the industry so they buy up and down the value chain so how do you confirm your digital channels to reflect that existing workflows or existing trade patterns of the industry it's a ke- industry that is regulated hazardous chemicals that requires a storage and transportation in a specific way so right. we firmly believe that uh, the best approach is to riff to adopt digital technology to the way business is already being done in the industry rather than force-feed digital solutions.
1: Got it. So you're really building a platform that meets the current processes and requirements as opposed to trying to change the business process.
2: Right. Minimum disruption mm-hmm. is our mantra that uh, if we can adopt uh, a digital channel with the minimum disruption to the this massive established uh, business then that is the something that resonates with both producers distributors and customers that's what we are up to
1: absolutely so that's interesting cuz obviously the chemical industry has really been a very relationship driven business and so part of it perhaps you know it, it's because of the complexity of it it's because as large as it is it's also in some ways a small universe and and you know and, and as you say some of the complexities in all the processes so that's that's driven it to be a very relationship-oriented business, whether it be externally focused or even inside companies. So do you see, has that been a challenge or a barrier in terms of, of that, just the relationship orientation? Has that been, made it harder to adopt a digital solution? The barrier
2: in the sense that the limited understanding of uh, how the technology works. So it's no secret that relationship is a critical element in any enterprise sales, not just chemicals, but more so in chemicals because of the complexity and nuances and the way the value chain functions today. However, in fact, technology does not come in the way of relationship, and we say from the rooftop that look, having digital channel does not mean that you are eliminating the human contact. To the contrary, you are making that human contact more important and more strategic. So we say that let the computers and the software do the routine mundane task so that uh, your dialogue with your customer becomes more strategic. And then you can deploy your human capitals in a more uh, strategic, thoughtful way than uh, having them do the mundane tasks, which can be done, taken care of by the technology.
1: Yeah, makes sense. So you've got some big names, big name companies that are working with you today. So I know you've You've talked publicly about um, BASF and Vinmar being a couple of your, your key customers and key users of Agilis. So give an example, either one of those. Why did they choose Agilis? And how did, you, how did they get started up and get started on the platform quickly or see value?
2: We've been fortunate to get some of the big names on, on our platform. And uh, keep in mind that we are not a marketplace, so we don't announce every customer sign up. We build the solution for that specific customer, so we put it out in public domain only those who want to be, yeah, as I said, this established companies recognize that this is not a place where you can take off the self solution or take a Amazon type approach and then yeah. solve the digital challenge or or implementing the existing business when we talk about when they hear about our nuanced approach and how uh, we have built the platform that reflects our thought process. And that is where that's the winner. So, and then we have proven that like uh, BSF, we launched their uh, branded digital portal within
1: uh, less than eight weeks. That's really fast because most implementations seem like they take at least six months or a year or more. Well, that is because we have built the platform
2: that already takes into account the way the product database should be structured. Where the, the workflows should be established, the, and a lot of nuances that generally companies take months and months in planning and execution. But not only that, we launched. We we have uh, like within the first year, we have already shown significant business growth, like more than fifty percent growth in sales, significant customer adoption, more than ninety nine percent existing customers have adopted the digital channel. And then this is out in public domain, and uh, you know we are very happy about the partnership, and that is leading to having more product lines and more uh, business going online. And then not only with DFF, all of our already adopted customers have seen the value, and I can uh, happy to s- uh, share that we have hundred percent customer retention. In fact, each of our customer is entering into phase two and phase three of implementation.
1: That's impressive. That's really impressive, especially for a young company, right? So, it's, you guys have moved quickly. So, you've made a distinction between a marketplace versus a commerce platform. So, if I was doing business with one of your companies, so they're self branded, would I know that it's an Angelus platform or is it unique to the individual company?
2: Well, it is unique to an individual company. However, the way digital technology operates, that everyone thinks that, okay, you need to be part of the marketplace to be visible. No, Google is the largest marketplace. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. If you figure out a way to get on the top of the Google search, you have a winner. And in fact, I would argue that how many end users will go to a specific platform to find a chemical? They go to Google first. Yeah. So we have, we have technology tools that enables our customers' portals to be visible within the first page or even the top five searches. We leverage the SEO technology. And yeah. then, of course, there is a network effect because there is a network effect of buyers coming to the portal and then distributors and producers pulling in. Plus, we have a partnership uh, with uh, some of the leading networks. I mean, in fact, we are very proud of our partnership with uh, Underwriters Laboratory, which is the largest network of buyers in the chemical industry when it comes to
1: discovering new yes, products. Right. Yeah. yeah, I would not have expected Underwriters Laboratory to be big in the chemical business. Well, they have a UL Prospector platform,
2: which is the largest platform used by suppliers and and uh, users. So yeah. in a way, they, we are plugging in that marketplace uh, need. So the producer portals on our platform are integrated with your prospector. So they automatically get an access to the world's largest network of buyers. And at the same time, they can preserve their brand and, and curate that customer experience.
1: Got it. So you talk about customers being able to find the suppliers, and yet a lot of the products that are handled across the chemical industry have health and safety considerations there's the whole buyer consideration so you know many times chemical companies don't just want somebody to show up and and try to buy their product without having been vetted and approved and understand the supply chain etc so so i'm guessing there's a process along the way that allows for that right so we first configure supply chain before we put the
2: product online so when we work Uh, with our uh, suppliers first we configure. I mean, we have built a workflow that allows them to configure who is going to solve the customer right to the point of from which shipping point, if it is possible. They will configure. So the physical linkages happens before the product goes digital. So that is what mm-hmm. it makes it more effective because then the buyers have a certainty that if I'm going to click for requesting a transaction, it's
1: going to happen. Got it. So there's uncertainty on both ends. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you see this evolving? Right. So, I mean, I think in some ways, I think there's an, you know, digitalization is one of the key trends in the industry. You know, we're seeing it from a workforce behavior perspective as we've all gone fully digital. It seems like, or, or many of us have gone digital in the sense of working from home, working remotely and using new tools. You're bringing a new solution to the industry, but how is this evolving? What's the next step? How do you is, is there still a lot of adoption that still needs to occur, or are people ready to take the next step?
2: So, as I said, it is a varying degree depending on the organization. But in general, yes, the awareness and willingness is improving significantly. Every month uh, there is an, and especially after the pandemic, it is on the agenda for every company. However, what happens is that uh, your daily priorities gets in the way or the events like Texas freeze happens. And then yeah. the whole industry gets distracted on, for, you know, if you don't, if you can't get the product to customers, nothing else matters. So, but apart from that noise or some distracting events, in general, there is an increasing trend for digital adoption. And like it has happened in all uh, uh, many other industries, it is, digital is here to stay. It is the matter of, Time and speed, and at the same time, there is not going to be a magical solution like Amazon that will transform the whole industry. Yeah. I think uh, the players who provide solutions that meets customers' needs better, customers suppliers needs better, those are the ones who would be successful.
1: Yeah. So, do you see regional differences in the interest of, in Agilis or just digital adoption in the chemical industry? Is there a regional Differentiation,
2: yeah. So very interesting that although the digital technology, internet technology, originated from US, but the adoption is much much higher in Asia and Europe. I mean, if you look at China, people are already doing digital commerce for the past uh, few years and even placing orders on WhatsApp and WeChat. And then even Europe, I would say that by and large, Europe producers are much further ahead than. U.S. producers and distributors. We are a U.S. company, we are focused uh, more on U.S., but at the same time, we see that a lot more pull coming from uh, Europe and Asia.
1: Interesting, and is everything uh, driving to be more mobile app oriented? Yes, but not just app, it's it's like, how do you
2: track your shipment? How do you make a payment? I'll give you an example. I was talking to my colleague in uh, Europe. Uh, he's based in Brussels. He says, "In a tiny country like Netherlands, nobody writes checks. Nobody writes mm-hmm. checks, neither in personal life or even in businesses. Over here, we still have, you know businesses write, write checks. So there are regional differences, and then you go to adopt to that, like this is a huge industry, and uh, there are a lot of nuances. So integration with the legacy system is another key part that you don't want your solution to be standalone. So that's why we we have partnered with SAP, Salesforce, Microsoft, and those partnerships are uh, also helping us getting more attention and uh, building a solution that works for a long term and not just for a short pilot. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because once it's installed, you want it to keep running Uh, and improving for a long time. So what's been your biggest learning? So you've been on this journey with Agilas for four years now. What was your biggest hurdle? What's been your biggest learning? Yeah, so
2: as we say that starting a new venture or launching a new way of doing business, new product, new platform in an established industry is always tough. It is like uh, launching a rocket ship. The maximum energy gets consumed in the initial phase. Once you're in orbit, uh, it's it's a lot easier. So tremendous learnings. Some of the challenges that we have faced and, and still to an extent facing is like the industry has a huge inertia, preference for status quo. So, I mean, let's face it, it's one of the most conservative industries. How do you create that sense of urgency when the cost of doing nothing is nothing, at least on the face of it? Right. And on the contrary, you can say that cost of doing something that could be perceived as a risk. So in that environment, driving that sense of urgency is the biggest challenge. The second challenge we are overcoming is the business of chemistry is complex. There are established value chain relationships and upstream, downstream trade flow patterns. So adopting digital technology to the way of doing business in chemicals is an interesting challenge, but that is the one that we have got much more in control than things that we cannot control. So in a startup world, you learn almost every day. And then, oh my God, when I look back, it is so different than the corporate life that I have had uh, with BASF and Shell. So,
1: Yeah, I bet. Absolutely. So this inertia, and one of the things I guess I wonder about is, do you see that the where does this start? Like inside of a company, where does the interest start? Is this driven um, by a commercial leader, or does it tend to be driven by a technology leader? Are people looking for new commercial strategies that they're implementing? Or is it really a technology strategy that brings into your door?
2: Both, right? A lot of the corporate initiative starts with the IT organizations. And mm-hmm. then a lot of the business problem solving part starts with the business leaders. Our focus is more on business leaders and and, uh, helping the businesses to solve their specific problem. So I would say that with each customer, although the platform solution is the same, but with each customer, the business objective is different. So someone wants to grow sales into some of the untapped market segments. Some other customer wants to make things easier for customer to do business with them. And then yet another customer would want to digitalize the internal sales processes before they go external. So we focus on the projects that can be implemented fast, and then we can saw the results uh, fast. Absolutely. That's great.
1: Jay, what do you see 2021 holding out for you? you know, We actually just wrapped up the first quarter as we're recording this. What do you see in 2021?
2: Well, so with the pandemic last year, and uh, there's a lot of pent-up demand, so it's interesting. The pandemic created a rude awakening for the industry on the importance of having digital tools and channels. However, nobody had a bandwidth or not many companies had a bond- bandwidth to start a new project when everyone is working from home and just focused on driving the current business. So I would say that 2021, businesses are coming out like a slingshot. <laughs> there is so much to do so unfortunately. Which is great, but also because the market demand is at peak, and then there are supply chain issues, so that is also distracting businesses so um, we have a lot of interesting engagements with the customers. The project did get uh, delayed when the Texas freeze happened and and uh, but we are we are still um, seeing a pretty strong year in terms okay. of not just for dig- digital adoption but even for the industry in general. I mean there are growth forecasts of 4.5% plus in the chemical industry. So it, it's uh, 2021, 20, 22, are looking to be a great years. That's awesome.
1: Jay, I um, really enjoyed speaking with you today. If people want to learn more about Agilis or get in touch with you, what's the best way to do so?
2: By learning more about Agilis, uh, visit our website, agilischemicals.com and uh, getting in touch with me, LinkedIn is the best uh, source. Just I'm on LinkedIn and just send me a connection request and would love to chat with anyone in the industry.
1: Fabulous. Jay, thanks so much. I uh, enjoyed our conversation today and I uh, appreciate you talking with us on The Chemical Show. Thanks, Victoria. Thank you very much.
0: We've come to the end of today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time with us and want to learn more. Simply visit thechemicalshow.com for additional information and helpful resources. Join us again next time here on The Chemical Show with Victoria Meyer.